Welcome back to the More Than Capable Mompreneur Podcast. I'm Shannon Baker, a coffee-loving mompreneur that started as a virtual assistant and turned into a total systems geek. And I want to help you shift your mindset and embrace your worthiness while creating systems in your business so you can be more productive and build success on your own terms without the mom guilt. Are you loving that? Well, I hope you're ready for real conversations that will help you beat the perfectionist inside, rediscover your strengths, and up-level your self-love in the mom cracks of time so you can stop letting fear hold you back because you are enough and you do enough. We are more than capable mompreneurs. So grab your cup of coffee, some sparkling water, or pour a glass of your favorite wine, and let's dive in. Well, we all know that one of the best ways you can increase your productivity is by planning your week. And I am a big fan of planning whether you time block or if you do something else. But here's the thing. You can think you're planning for success, but you may actually be setting yourself up for failure. Now, why would I say that? It's because you may not be creating a flexible plan. The common mistake that I see is that many of us put so much in the schedule that when life throws a curveball, there's no space for you to make adjustments. And let me tell you, life is going to throw you a curveball. But if you don't have a flexible plan, you're going to end up overwhelmed because you didn't get anything done. So my chat with Rithu Parikh today is going to help you improve your plan so that you can still get things done when life throws you that curveball. And it's going to happen. Rithu is a mom of two teen boys and she's a productivity coach who is passionate about helping overwhelmed women get the results they want in life and in their business by prioritizing and systemizing things in their lives. She calls herself the stress squasher. So get ready to create a plan that works for you after you listen to episode number 90. Well, welcome to this week's episode. I am excited to be talking with another productivity expert in mompreneur in my community. And we're going to be chatting today with Ridhu Parikh. She has a podcast, Productivity on Purpose, which we were chatting before we started recording. And I just let her know her podcast is like one of the productivity podcasts I listen to to help me get outside of my own head. Because even though I talk about productivity, I need tips from another expert outside of myself as well. So she is one of those people that I go to when I need to make sure I keep myself on track. But before we jump into today's topic, which we're going to be talking about how to be strategic with our thinking, our time, planning, and what to do when life just blows all of that up. So Tell us a little bit about your background and your business and how you came to do what you do. Shannon, first of all, I'm so excited that we're doing this. I, we were just saying how we have both been influencing each other and we could, uh, we could really use another one of us in our lives. So I'm so excited that we're, we're going to be sharing this with your audience today. So thanks for having me. I am Ridhu Parikh. I am the founder of Life is Organized. I help multitasking mompreneurs wake up with a plan so they get control of their demands and distractions at work and at home. I'm on a mission to put the kibosh on your reactionary and do it all myself mentality so women can focus on what really lights them up every day. 
I am actually a former professional home organizer turned productivity pro. So I love to bring both the organization side and the productivity side into life, right? Into your business and at home. Cause y'all, I think we all know that life is not integrated, right? It's, it is integrated rather. It's not compartmentalized. It totally meshes into one. So uh, when I started my business as a home organizer, um, I was really focused on that, on the systems in your home, with your meal planning, uh, with, you know, billing everything at the home front. And over time, as I realized, as I was building my business, I'm a mom, I had two young kids, I was doing the home organizing. I myself was actually really falling behind, I'd say, on my own goals in the sense like I was having a hard time prioritizing it all. I was feeling overwhelmed and scattered. Although my home was organized, there were other areas in my life that I felt like a little bit deficient. And so I started going on this personal journey of how do I get more focused? How do I find more time in my day for everything? How do I show up as like a good mom and a great you know, business owner? And as I was going through that personal journey and training and really delving into that productivity and time management world, I was also noticing the same struggles with my clients. Like they were sometimes struggling to get their organization completed because the same thing, they're like, I just don't have the time to do it. And so naturally between what I was personally going through and what I was, what I was hearing from my clients, my company Life is Organized evolved from the home side to the productivity side. And now I really marry them both. So that's what I get to do now. Yeah, I love it because you give some great tips. So usually when I'm listening to your episodes on my walk, I'm shaking my head like, yep, mm -hmm. I felt that, experienced that. I'm going through that now. Thanks. <laughs> this is what I needed. <laughs> so like you said, life happens. The key to being successful is being able to merge our life in our business because we can't compartmentalize the two. Like you said, what happens in one impacts the other. So with that being the case, and like the women that you've worked with, what other than lack of time have you seen holds them back from reaching their goals in their business? I think one of the number one things, and it's funny, you and I just, just talked about this before we got on, is this lack of clarity on what do I really want and what's truly most important to me. Right. So here's here's what I think most women do because we are kind and we're loving and we think we know exactly what we want. So typically, if you ask women, what is that you really want out of life? They'd be like, I want to be really present for my family. I want to be really healthy. I want to grow a successful company. Right. I want to feel like a great role model. And then so they have those those goals and they're kind of pretty universal. Right. But then you kind of look at the way they're spending their time, where they're putting their energy and it's not really in alignment with those goals, right? It's not helping them show up as the best version of themselves at home or in their work or as that role model or with their health. And where they're spending their time is in sometimes in the weeds and some of the minutia, just some of the nonsense, some of the distractions, often responding and reacting to other people's demands. Mm -hmm. So until we're absolutely clear on what is it that I really, truly, truly want and get very connected. And I think like anchored in that it's hard to really just move your life and um, systemize your life until you're very clear on that. So that's why I say, first thing you've got to get crystal clear on was it, what is it that you want? So then, then we can start creating your life around that. Does that make sense? 
Oh, absolutely. And that's why, and I'm sure this is probably the same for you. The first thing I ask my client is why? Like, why do you want to do this? Why now, especially um, a business owner who's been in business for years, why are you deciding now that it's the time for you to put systems in place? Because that goal of the why determines how you approach getting things done. So when it comes to time, we know that's like critical to the strategy. Like even once you get that clarity, what what's the next step you would recommend someone do? It's like I've identified the goal, like I was sharing with you. For me, it's really focusing on niching down my um, branding even more as I move forward um, with my business. So when someone identifies what is their main focus, what would you recommend that they do next to start to create a plan to make that happen? So typically I'll take my clients through a four-step process. And the first is what we just talked about, that goal and clarity. So I love this example. You're like, okay, I want to get really honed in on my branding. The second thing we would do is start creating this time in alignment on your schedule. So actually putting it pen to paper or on your digital calendar, when am I going to carve out that time? In theory, this sounds a lot easier than it typically is. We're like, oh, okay, easy. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to put on my calendar. Except that when you get to your calendar and you look at your to-do list, you see your to-do list is overflowing. There's really not a lot of time left in your day between your work and your appointments and your family and your health and everything else. And now you're struggling to fit it in. So this requires some transition, some changes, some tweaks. Maybe you need to delegate something. Maybe you need to let go of something else. Maybe you need to reprioritize. Um, you know, maybe you just need to, to take something else off and make room for this now and say something else that was a priority is going to, you know, I'll be working on that next month. And so we, we actually want to create that time on your calendar. And then the third thing is to create some type of system or process around it, which I know is your jam. But mm -hmm. I always say that if you do the first two steps right, if you're really clear on what you want, even if you put that time on your calendar, you've shifted things around, you've made the space for it. If you don't have a system around it, y'all, we all know it's going to fall apart, right? In like a day or two days, maybe a week, you'll stay consistent for a little bit and then it's gone, right? And that's out the window. So then we want to create some type of system and process around it, which again, will probably take some tweaking. Like where um, do I need to, do I create a system to get assistance with this? Do I just create a system around my environment? So it's more conducive for me to get, get that goal done. Is there a checklist I want to create? Is there a workflow? You know, when we really systemize it. And then the last piece is creating some type of boundaries around all of this. So again, you can have your goal, you can get it on your calendar, you can create the system, but if you can't put up the boundary to say, this is my time, or this is my commitment, or don't disturb me during this, um, this time, then of course it's all going to fall apart again and you risk failure. So that's kind of the, that, that framework works for any goal, whether it's in your work or your business or your health or with your kids. And I love it, especially the last one about boundaries. Anyone who listens to the show or follows me online knows I am big on boundaries. And I always say no is a complete sentence because if we don't put those boundaries up, once we get that clarity, like you said, you can have the plan, but we're going to keep putting things in that space that's supposed to be there for us to work towards our goal or work our plan. And it's going to shift our priorities to things that are not going to move the needle forward in our business like we want.
But now for those of us who may be a little bit more disciplined, we'll create the plan. We'll put those boundaries in place. But then we know Murphy's Law kicks in, especially if you have kids or like for me, it's also older parents with doctor's appointments. Like something always happens that throws that plan into like a spin. So like I know um, Rithu, both of us time block our schedules, but you could have the best schedule in the world and then a kid gets sick or you get sick, whatever happens throws off your day. So when that happens, and I love the tip that you share on your your podcast about this, how do you suggest we keep it flexible so that we can at least get something done, even if it's not everything on our plan? Yes, such a good question, because we all know, just like you said, no matter how well you plan, something or the other can throw, you know, can throw it off. And it's unforeseen. And no matter what boundaries you put up, something can happen and really put a, a, a wrench in it. So first of all, I'd say, I, I think it's the mindset that we go in with when we're creating a plan. It's really important when you're creating it. And I absolutely believe that you know planning is the key to your success. So you make your daily plan, you get on your calendar, your time block, you're still going in with it with a sense of this is fluid. And this is not a one and done, right? We don't just like plan it in the morning and then that's it. See you later. See you in a week. My plan, right? It's it's kind of my plan is open all day long on my laptop. And when something gets thrown off, that's something that's out of my control, right? That's not within my boundaries. Then I'm not fretting immediately or throwing everything up in the air because I've already come into this thinking, you know what? This was a great stake in the ground, but there is a chance that something can change and they can flow, right? And because it's fluid, you're more prepared to change with your plan, your plans. So I do think, first of all, we want to come in with that mindset that it's not like a one and done. I've done my plan. I'm done. It's more like, here's a fluid roadmap for my day. Okay. So once that, once you kind of come in with that, then when your plan gets really derailed, um, instead of starting that negative talk of, oh my gosh, I can never stay on top of this or another, nothing ever goes my way, or I'm not good enough for this. Instead, just step back for a moment, reassess and reprioritize. And typically there's just a couple of questions you want to ask yourself. So let's say you have, you know, maybe five different tasks on your plan for the day, they're time blocked and something completely out of left field comes in, throws it off. And now you're, you know, you're an hour or two behind now go back to that plan, right? We're not just going to throw up our hands and say, I'm never, I'm not good at this. It's never going to work for me. Just go back to it and say, okay, first of all, identify what got thrown off. Simply like, what didn't I get to? What got thrown off the plan? Okay. So very, very simple. Let's just like take baby steps here. Second, say, okay, of the things that got thrown off, what are the most important to accomplish today? Like literally I can't, obviously can't fit these all in because I'm a couple hours behind, but before my head hits the pillow tonight, this must get done. Sometimes it's something deadline driven. Sometimes it's something that you've been procrastinating for a long time. And you're like, this is what's going to make me feel most successful if I just nail this and get this out of the way. So it's not like hanging over me all night, right? Maybe that's it. Maybe it's something that is just a key priority for you and you're on a streak, like you're going to the gym or going for a walk and you, it's so important. You don't want to miss it. So you want to identify what is it that absolutely 100% must get done today, not just in terms of deadlines, but what makes me feel really, really accomplished and rewarded. Mm -hmm. And then finally, 
when can I reschedule it? Again, don't throw up your hands and just say, oh, it's uh, terrible at this. No, it's just like shift things around. Maybe you can make time for it later in the day. It's one of your top priorities. Maybe you shift it to the next day. Maybe through this process, because you're short on time, another amazing benefit comes out of it. And you recognize an opportunity for you to delegate that task. You're like, oh my gosh, I have no time. It is important. I'm going to have my assistant or my husband or my child or my mama or my marketing director, you know, someone else work on this for me. Another amazing benefit that can come out of it is that because you're short on time now, you simply become more efficient, right? It's like, Parkinson's law, like the amount of time you have is the amount of time you'll use. So sometimes even though I might have time blocked an hour for a particular task, like let's say I want to write out my my thoughts for my podcast that week and things get all messed up in my plan. And now I have only, you know, 25 minutes left in my day and in my time frame, then it's amazing how I can get my thoughts out in 25 minutes, right? Just because mm-hmm. I'm under the gun and you can do it. So it is really amazing when you just have to step back and ask yourself these simple questions, how you can get back on track and more importantly, feel so good about what you got accomplished instead of like self-deprecating. Oh yes, I love that. And one key I found that really helps to be able to basically kind of move the pegs around in your schedule like that is having white space. I got that whole episode on this. You have to put white space into your, your schedule Um, because it's not efficient for you to have meetings back to back to back to back to back and never give yourself a break because then you're worn out. But also like, you know, you mentioned if something happens and you need to move things to another day, where will you move it if every day of the week is jam packed from the time you get up to the time you go to bed in the evening, then you're really frustrated. And that's why most people give up on time blocking because they're putting too much stuff in their schedule. It just, it's not realistic or, you know, the word I try not to use is balanced. It just, it's not aligned. That's a a better word. It's not aligned with the type of life that we're trying to create. So I love those tips. Yeah, I totally agree. I think that's where time blocking goes all wrong. That's why it gets a bad name because Mm -hmm. people are just overstuffing their schedules. I call it buffer time, but white space is the same. It's just you know, so if, if I think something's going to take me 15 minutes, I'll put 30 minutes on my calendar. If I think it's going to take me 45 minutes, I'll put 60 on the calendar, right? I'm always leaving buffer for exactly these things. Sometimes things take longer. Sometimes things come out of nowhere. And the, But the best thing that happens when you have buffer is things take less time than you think. And now you have this extra time. And that's just like the best feeling. Exactly. And an easy way that I've learned how to do this on days that I take calls, like Fridays, I do podcast recordings or the other days I have calls. My um, acuity scheduler is set to put a specific amount of time in between bookings so that people can't book appointments with me like lined up back to back. And I didn't do that at first. So I would have days where (laughs) I'll have like three podcast recordings in a row and wouldn't have time to get up and like even just do something as simple as stretch and go to the bathroom, which is crazy. (laughs) <laughs> sitting know. for you know two hours just recording and talking but speaking of tools and systems which is my jam what systems do you use to help you manage your time and be more strategic with your productivity well I'm all about simplicity I find anything that feels 
even slightly complicated or cumbersome is going to shut me down. It's going to paralyze me. And it basically, I'm just not going to use it. So I'm like, what's the simplest way to keep track of what I have to do when I have to get it done and to really motivate me to do it. So I use just really basically mostly two tools, maybe three, but one is Evernote, which if you're not familiar with it is a list making app. And there's many different types of these. It's not the be all end all. It's just what I've used for a long time. So I use Evernote for kind of all my lists and keeping track of everything in my life. And then I have my Google calendar where I'm really time blocking, setting goals, reverse engineering, thinking through my weeks, doing all my planning is on that. And then in terms of an actual, another tool, everything's mostly in my Google drive where I have sheets and docs and just everything's really organized. But for the most part, I feel like if I can very effectively use, which I do my Evernote and my Google calendar, those two alone are like my lifesavers to the point where if I didn't have one or the other, I couldn't get anything done. And so that's how I know that I've really come to rely on them and that they're really working for me and not against me. So my advice to be, don't get caught up on the tool. Definitely keep it simple. Don't overcomplicate this. Just find something, put a stake in the ground, maybe one list making app or tool that anything that you like, and then one calendar app and start that marriage between them. And that is key. Um, finding what works for you because everyone has something that works for them. I, I see people who love Asana. Asana mentally did not work for me. I love Trello because I can create the checklist, check them off. It hides the things which then eliminates the overwhelm for me mentally. And I love that even the tools that you use, you can use them on the go on your mobile device or, or, or even if you're at your computer, which is really key because we're not always at home. So if we always have access to the information, we can keep up with it. Unlike, you know, back in the day when if you wrote it on a post-it note, it was sitting on your desk or stuck to something at home and you're not there where you can get access to it. So electronic that you have access all the time definitely is key to helping with this process. So Rithu, I have appreciated this conversation. I've been looking forward to it all weekend. It was gonna be good. So before we wrap up, um, you have some amazing resources on your website. So tell everyone about that, the resources you're giving them access to. Shannon, thank you so much for sharing me with your audience. So the best way for us to connect, if you like what you've been hearing, you want to find out more is to come on over to lifeisorganized.com. And yeah, you can get some free resources over at lifeisorganized.com forward slash resources. Um, there are a few there. You can take your pick or get them all, but they're about how to stop feeling overwhelmed, how to finally stop procrastinating and how to get and stay focused. Yeah. So in addition to that, and I'm going to drop a link to that in the show notes, you can listen to her podcast, which is Productivity on Purpose. It's amazing. I love her episodes, her interviews, great conversations. So make sure you check that out. And then are there any other places that they can connect with you online? I'm over on the Instagram and Facebook, but I, I would say, honestly, between the podcast and the website is probably where we're going to get to know me best and where I can serve you best. So um, I think Shannon and I, you were, we were both just talking about how we've, we've been scaling back a little bit on social media to make room and prioritize. So uh, for what's really a, a better connection tool and more meaningful for us and for our clients. So I'd say, you know, podcast and website is probably the best bet. 
Okay, great. And I'll drop links again to both of those in the show notes. So thank you again for sharing these productivity tips with us today. I have, again, truly enjoyed the conversation. Great way to round out my week. Thanks so much. Well, I want to thank you for tuning in for this week's episode. Now that you have reduced process, I hope that you are ready to create a simple plan for either the rest of the week, next week, or the weeks to come that leaves room for you to still be productive when you get that hiccup in life. Now, if you would like more productivity tips from Rithu, be sure to check out her free resource page. I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes. And if you want to show the podcast some love and help me reach more busy women with these types of tips so that they can also get more done by doing less, then please feel free to take a screenshot, post it in Instagram stories, and tag me at the underscore Shannon Baker. I can't wait to hear from you. And remember, you are more than enough. So until next time, keep calm and streamlined.